like scary movies. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Hi, Georgie. Swallow this. Cat dead. Details later. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Hello! So, this is episode 7. We're going to be talking about demons, which I have... I hadn't seen before since today. I've heard stuff about it. I thought I had seen it, but it turned out I hadn't. It actually has a sequel. It was on my list, but it was something that I didn't get through, unfortunately. Uh I had like a 31 days of horror that I made for November. And I got to day 16 and I actually managed to watch like a hell of a lot of movies um, that like I've been holding off for ages. One of them was um, Old Boy. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think of the other ones. I have the list. I actually have it in my hell. No, that was on the list too, but it didn't get watched. It was something that didn't get watched in November. I watched that in December. So I was... uh, I was surprised at how good Hellraiser was as well. <laughs> but yeah, Demons was, I do, yeah, you're right about that. Demons was on my list and it was something that I really wanted to watch, but I never got around to. I haven't really heard many people say much about Demons. It's something that like I've heard of vaguely. Um, and when I read the synopsis of it, I kind of thought like, okay, that doesn't really sound like much. But I was really pleasantly surprised by like how much I enjoyed it's, it's it. Like <laughs> a, it's a uplift. It's not uplifting, but it's a lot better than Mechanismism. Figured it'd be with a fantastic soundtrack to boot oh, yeah, as definitely. well. Like I really enjoyed the soundtrack a lot. Um, I really liked the part oh. where so they're all like banging in the cinema, running around, being crazy. And like then it just cuts to like this driving scene all of a sudden, yeah. and then we meet the the others, and there's just like this rock music, yeah, you got and white it was just you got it was shark. You got, uh, yeah, it it pans back to them like three times, doesn't it? And there's like yeah, and it was it was awesome. Like I don't know, there was just something about it that made it feel weirdly like like you said not we don't want to say feel good because it wasn't, but like it was it, an uplifting like it's fun and it, it it was enjoyable to watch i think like my i take issue with some movies from the 80s and 90s because some of them can feel quite tedious but um like there was just something about this movie that yeah it was fun um it's probably like one of the first movies that i've seen this year definitely uh, obviously it's only been a couple yeah. weeks that i actually found fun um i've been catching up on things that i haven't like like i haven't had a chance to watch yet so i watched uh last night in soho Ooh, finally which which i'm not sure if we are going to cover eventually. um but do you want to give you, a, you, you reckon? Give your initial okay so last night in soho it, it's very interesting isn't it um I, I don't think it would give away too much of the plot to say it is about sex trafficking and prostitution yeah. in london um because like that it becomes very evident that that's what it's about like early on but obviously i won't spoil it any further than that um i didn't enjoy it i kind of felt like it was a bit too artsy for me um particularly towards the end like 
it had potential and it definitely there was some very jarring upsetting moments in it but for me it did actually uh it did actually fall flat for me slightly i i didn't i think it could be a lot better um if you know I want to say, like, you know the love interest she has, like, the girl in the present time? Uh, like, the, he uh, was the... such a simp for yeah. her. Like, he literally got stabbed and every... Like, okay, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say anything yeah, else because I'll spoil like... it. But he... <laughs> that's not the end. Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't... We... No, 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 no. We won't say anything. We won't say anything. But basically, he ha- he went through a lot in that movie. And, like, he goes through... And he's just like, okay, okay. okay. And you're like, what? what? You know, this isn't realistic. <laughs> um, and it did actually feel for like the first half of the movie like don't hate me for this but it did feel like a chick flick like it kind of felt like a coming of age girl movie um and i'm really not a fan of those you know other than mean girls, oh God, mean girls. <laughs> but w- which i which i like ironically <laughs> i don't you know, know. I like mean, mean girls it's all right <laughs> I like it. Well, I showed it to my daughter, um, and she like she really rated it. So like it kind of made me like well, it again. I, I think, think Mean Girls came out of... personally. Uh, last day, uh, last day in Soho is very fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen, David. It's not gonna happen. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's what they say in the movie. Yeah, no. Um, I think it's I think it's last night in Soho. Oh no, yeah, sorry. Day. Yeah, sorry. It's been a couple of days. Um, Weeks. No, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm normally the one who misspeaks, so you can do it for me this time. I'll try and be on point for once. Um, but yeah, last night in Soho, it it's worth a watch. It is. Um, I wouldn't say it's exactly like a breath of fresh air. I don't feel like it's doing anything in particularly new. Um, I would probably rate it a six and a half out of ten. Um, so not terrible but I've definitely seen better things in the past 12 months. I I was anticipating it. I was hoping that it would be a really good movie. Um, and I, I did feel a bit let down by it, to be honest. Well, I guess we're not covering it because we basically just did. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I don't think we'd be able to talk about it for much longer than a couple minutes because um, I don't really have that much to say about it. I don't... I, I don't think it's got an intrinsically deep psychological meaning to it. I actually think it's quite um, vapid, mm. you know? Like, I, it's pretty obvious what's going on from the get-go. I, I, I admit it, I didn't expect the twist at the end. I didn't. Ooh. I didn't think that that was what was going yeah. on. Um, so I was quite, you know, that was something. But, yeah, it wasn't... And it wasn't pleasant. Whereas for me, Demons is, you know, smoothly moving on to Demons. Um, It was actually really enjoyable for me. It's such a great gore flick. Um, It's hilarious as well. Uh, Like, there's this pimp in there that goes, he goes into the movie theater with his two hoes as they're, or whores, as they're so lovely, lovingly portrayed in the uh, movie. And he is like the most funniest character i've seen in a movie like in ages <laughs> he reminds me of um the guy from efforts for family uh do you watch efforts for family david i think i watched the first season of it oh my god what's wrong with you there's so many as well. i'm sorry oh my god are you not a big fan of adult in- in- i am animation? i just i didn't really get into the first season of it 
What do you think of uh, Bill Burr? Do you like Bill Burr? Bill Burr's fine. He's not like, yeah, he's not my favourite like, comedian. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, as some of his stand-up isn't uh, amazingly funny, no. But I think F is for Family is, is really funny. I'll have to watch it again um, at some point. It's 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 what i mean they're, they're not doing it anymore they finished their seat i think it's season i think they finished uh season four they were on yeah they ended on season four so um yeah they're not making it anymore which is kind of a bummer but it it, it ended quite nicely so that means i can watch it from start to finish season. yeah it's actually got five seasons to it so knock yourself out it's got justin long in it um which is the dude from base? No, not basketball. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Jeepers Creepers and Do- pretty yep. much any yep. Kevin Smith film. Tusk. There we go. V- Vince Vaughn is also in the. Oh my god! Yeah, he is in Tusk. Now, Zayford, Tusk is one, one that we do need to do. <laughs> we do. We need to do that one. Come on, that'd be fun. <laughs> it's um, such a stupid film. <laughs> So there's this guy in uh, Ephesus Family. Uh, the actor is called Kevin Michael Richardson, and his name is um, Chauncey uh, in Ephesus Family. And he is, um, oh my god, he's so funny. Um, and yeah, I, I think like, like I don't actually have like any. Uh, there aren't any like black actors that come to mind to me that like are like my favorites like guy ones um but yeah i love chauncey in it but yeah it (laughs) is so funny because there's this guy in efforts for family who he plays like um candy machine like he replaces cigarettes and candy machines like vending machines um Mm. What's his name? Hold on, let me find it. Cigarette vendor. Yeah, we'll do that. So he's a cigarette vendor. Smoky Greenwood. That's it. Um, he, <laughs> I literally thought he was the same person as the pimp in Demons because, like, his voice sounded absolutely identical. So Michael Kenneth Williams actually voices him, um, and. Yeah, he literally sounds the same. And I actually looked at um, the demons casting sheet uh, of Tony the Pimp. And he doesn't really do a lot other than demons, I think. Yeah, is it the same actor or is it like someone else that dubs him over? So I think it's originally supposed to be an Italian that that was what really took me as well because like i i was convinced for like the first 10 15 minutes that this was like an american movie and then i realized like there was obviously something like european going on here (laughs) like that like the way there's some there was something like um there's i don't know there's something about european acting which is like like the way i I don't know the way that the words are you basically you can see when something is dubbed over when it's like spanish italian french german right and it's like being americanized and yeah i realized that it was italian um i'm i mean i don't know that that would be interesting um to look up actually so i actually thought that he just sounded like that but maybe I'm i mean wrong. maybe he did do it because i think some of the 
there's like a couple of um, like American actors in there that do their own dubbings. But mm. I don't know. I didn't really look into the dubbings as much. The only thing I did look in for actors was uh, the actress Nina. Of Nina. Okay, what about her? Um, it's the little like punk girl. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how old she is when she films this, and I cannot find it anyway, anywhere. Because I feel like I witnessed a crime when I watched it. Because <laughs> mm. she looks so young in it, and I honestly don't know if she's over eighteen or not. <laughs> Scary shit. <laughs> I, you know, I, I hope that she was over eighteen when she was. Talking. You can just, I, I mean, like, yeah, it don't, I hope nothing so. like bad happens, but. It's just like she just looks so young, and she only has like two mm. two of her credits of other Italian films that don't look interesting. <laughs> it's funny actually because so Demons came out in nineteen eighty five, and well, then Demons two came out, mm, then in, and then it came in out Engl- in um, America it ca- came out in eighty six, and then in the UK it came out in eighty seven. So it says it says here that the 1986 de- sequel Demons Two, uh, yeah, it came out in yes, yeah, so it came out in 1986. So it was a little bit later in England yeah, then. Yeah, probably. Oh, okay, and then apparently there was a third Demons film called The Church. Yeah, but then in 1989, there's also another one that's called Demons Free, which is Demons Free the Ogre, which has nothing to do with it really. The Ogre. Yeah. So the the church one got rewritten completely apparently and got called the church, and then someone else made another one and it was called the ogre. But then they added like demons free to it. So I don't know what that whole thing is because originally it was supposed to be a trilogy. Okay, so I just I was just reading an article by Cult Cinema. So basically, Bobby Rhodes was Tony the Pimp. Bobby Rhodes is quite a prominent actor in the black exploitation. You remember we were talking about grindhouse yeah. movies. Um, there's like a subgenre of black exploitation. It's like exploitation, but yeah. like for black people. And Bobby Rhodes is like one of the the prominently like Sid Haig was another one as well that we talked about. So I don't think he was dubbed over, but honestly, it literally. <laughs> I literally thought that that's who it was, and I, I, it was so funny. I was just like, "What?" He's like, "I got really excited," <laughs> but no, it's not him. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed um, Demons a lot. Like, it was a lot of fun, considering how heavy last week was in comparison. It was, um, it was an enjoyable watch, and it was, uh, it was something that's the. You know, I, I don't really get to enjoy gore much anymore. Um, not so much I don't get to, but I don't really think that there are much... There, there are many gore movies that are, like, fun. Like, I think, like, it becomes, like... I don't know. It seems that... Gore movies seem to go hand-in-hand hand with torture movies these days, yeah. and it's not really appreciative of the gore, and I think that a lot of people who would just enjoy the gore factor and are like, whoa, what? You know, they're kind of put off by these things like Saw and 
other franchises which are just blatant like torture porn because that's when you're into gore like a lot uh, people don't it's not really a sense of like enjoying torture at least not for me i actually find it quite funny um watching gore you know i find it enjoyable and demons was like one of the first movies in a while for me that like made gore enjoyable yeah because soren is is gore for gore sake whereas like the 80s is practical effects and it looks good and it's just i don't know something, something about the 80s is just so much mm. better for gore I think when one of the prostitutes uh, ran, runs to the toilet at the beginning, she's got a little cut the on her face from yeah. putting the mask on her face. Yeah, um, <laughs> when it like she so she has like a zit on her cheek and it kind of like grows and this this kind of becomes like a recurring theme the with um, people. Yeah, people people like manifesting into demons. They kind of get like these pus like filled sores that kind of explode. Um, and she had one on her cheek like she had like a little scratch that slowly got bigger and then like it like filled up with like what looked like pus and then it kind of exploded and it honestly just looked like milk <laughs> um, and it made me it laugh like so milk. much because it just it it looked like milk like it wouldn't surprise me if it was Probably milk that they used because it, it yeah it looked like milk to me um, and then yeah it all it all goes uh, tits up pretty quickly in the cinema. You know, you've got one guy uh, hanging from the rafters, and then you've got another person that's like supposed to be looking after her blind father. Why would you take a blind uh, man to the off with some? Well, she she's like she's like being an audio descriptor, isn't she? To him, it's still um, pointless. He... I'm really not sure why she starts like making out with that random guy <laughs> as well. Sense. Like what the fuck is that about why would you do that like right next but to your dad like, talk about the, fact like, that sat- the blind man got reblinded <laughs> i know like what was the point Someone in that stuck their fingers in his eyes for no reason <laughs> he was already blind and he was just like i know it was like um <laughs> yeah like <laughs> that was really silly well, i suppose they didn't really have like when, when you're taken over by a demon you don't really have common sense do no, you but he'll save um, that one for someone else I think that they were just like uh, mutilating for mutilating yeah. sake, weren't Definitely. they? You know, like peeling things apart. It kind of made me feel like one of like, you know, when you touch like a painting that's like dry on the outside but still wet in the middle. That's like what a lot of those effects kind of felt like to me. Like ch- pulling out chunks of um, dried paint to the wet paint. Mm. It seemed like the blood, the use of blood was extremely excessive, oh, which made it even more funny as well. Like it was just, it was so. It was so um, excessive and fun. Like, yeah, I know I keep saying the word fun, but <laughs> it, it was. Yeah, it was. It, it just. Ke- I just kept. Yeah, I just kept laughing at it. Like, it was just. It's demons is like. It's kind of. It deserve. It deserves to have like some sort of like notoriety to it because it is actually a good movie um for entertainment's sake but yeah there's definitely some aspects of it that are extremely corny um and it it yeah it does make you go oh god you know um for the blood for the blood i feel like they got given x amount of like fake blood and was like here use all of this if you don't it's a waste and it was just like challenge Mm. accepted and what were some of your favorite like 
what were your, some of your favourite lines from the movie? Oh, lines? Oh my god. Um, I don't even know. I can't think of any lines. I didn't write any of them down. Alright, so I've, I've got a couple. I haven't written them down, but I have them in my memory because obviously I re- watched it fairly recently. I actually watched it today. Yeah, I watched mine yesterday. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I so my favourite is when... Um, they're all running around frenzied and like they figure out like as they're ripping off the the, the doors to get out of the cinema that there's a wall <laughs> um, and they're all in a frenzy um one of the guys grabs another one of his friends and they go there has to be an explanation for this yeah, like, the <laughs> and it's and it's so matter of fact <laughs> in this frenzied like what the fuck is you know people are co- and then there's like one of the friends is li- like literally her whole face is soaked it, like mascara is everywhere she looks like she's been in like a 10-piece back gangbang <laughs> and like she looks so out of place compared to everyone else like everyone else is kind of sweaty and hot and flustered but she looks really fucked up and i was like what the fuck happened to that woman um and yeah tony the pimp was just like some of his lines just had me like dying especially when they were like oh we can go through the projector room like this way and he was like get the fuck out my way no we'll do it <laughs> bang like straight through the door um no fucking around and uh yeah every everything about tony the pimp was just amazing and to know that he's in the second one fills me with joy i don't you told me that it's not a continuance of the story which really bums me out because um, the yeah. ending of the movie like kind of makes you feel like they could literally pick off pick they off could from but yeah it's point. it's completely different it's kind of like um return of the living dead like the first one's its own thing and then the second one is also its own thing because they even used even okay, used so like the same actors in that one as well so where does tony the pimp fit into demons 2 that is a good question and could. i have not seen uh, tony, uh the second one for a little bit so I don't quite remember. Okay, fair enough. But the dude who is snorting coke from a coke can is a cop. Uh, uh, either a cop or a security guard. Which? Okay, well that, that is hilarious. Let's talk about the coke in a coke <laughs> can. Why would you do that? That Please. makes no sense. Please. And it seems a little bit, I... a little bit on the nose. <laughs> you did not just say that. <laughs> I honestly thought, do you know what I thought the first time that I saw him with that straw and that Coke can and him putting up his nose? I was like, oh yeah, I think I did that once for a laugh, you know, like snorted like Coca-Cola up my nose for a straw. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, you know, I was just going to like, drink it when I first saw it like ages ago. I was like, I was just going to drink a drink. It's been but, sensible, but no. Yeah. I thought he was putting up his nose to be like silly. And then I started to realize actually there was Coke in the Coke can. And I was like, um... Who does also, that? How much, is that even how a thing? How much coke has got to be in that coke can to be to be in a can? Well, that's what they was because like they get really silly, don't they? With like in the back oh, seat yeah. of it, and like it it kind of it kind of gets flung everywhere, and they're like, you're, he's like, you're gonna pick it up every gram, and they're literally like getting like tiny minuscule bits of powder and like scooping them up and putting and them just, in like, the sc- back they're seat. They're just like scraping it off of a razor off the girl's chest who seems Liz seems underage Liz yeah and she's like super into it until they cut her which again uh, very <clears throat> kind of feels a bit illegal what we just yeah. watched there and I hope real that, stuff yeah she did look extremely young mm. but 
but yeah, it was it 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 was uh, very strange. I can't say that I've ever known anyone to put a bunch of Coke in the bottom of a Coca Cola can or any can for that matter. It's, it's somewhat um, discreet until you stick a straw up your nose. <laughs> Do you think that's what they did? Like to they they did it to be discreet for discreet well, sake I think because they was like they did not, not like they did not cold. they did not look like yeah they did not look like uh, discreet people did no. they? And when then they did eventually get pulled over. I remember they were like "fuck the pigs." Yeah, they were like "fuck and all." Like pigs. ran off. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if the uh, straw and the Coca Cola would have made a lot of difference to those delinquents. Mm, I don't know. Who knows? And then they end up in the cinema. Yeah. They, so they 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 get pulled over. They run off, and then they run off, and then they manage to find themselves in the cinema. Which, yeah, just add to the body all becomes cap. a bit of a hot mess. After, yeah, it all becomes a bit of a hot mess after that point. Uh, what was your favourite death in the movie? Um, I don't know. I think they're they're all pretty good. Like for the most part, I mm. felt the one in the the vent was a bit cheap. <laughs> where, yeah, where he's like. Oh god, there's something behind us. And then he puts his girlfriend, who was behind him, in front of him. And it's like, oh god, it's in between us. It's in front of us. How does that happen? And it's like, it's so fucking obvious. It's like, it's <laughs> clearly your girlfriend. Just kill her. <laughs> Safe it. I think that's the first time you said fuck when we've been recording, and it was glorious. I don't know if it is. I put them all it's explicit. It's all good. <laughs> I'm usually the one that swears. You, you're normally you're normally pretty good with uh, not swearing. I've said cunt. Um, <gasps> safe it. When did you say what, that? What episode do we have to say cunt for? Oh, Black Christmas. We said it for that. Oh right, okay. Safe it. Wow, you took my breath away then. But yeah, it like that was the stupidest one. It was like I wanted to know what happened. I think the best death would have probably been Kathy. You want to explain that? What way? She kind of just gets beaten by a, a vent cover and then <laughs> a demon pops out of her back. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Do, do you know, my daughter was making a really funny... Um, she was making a really funny observation about her body. She said that her spine felt a bit like it was sticking out. And um, she actually walked in on me while I was watching <laughs> Demons, and she said, "Like that, that's how my back feels." Oh god! <laughs> and I and I was like, "No, you're fine. Yeah, don't worry." There's no demons in you, not until uh, you hit puberty. <laughs> no, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, so yeah, eighty-eight minutes. I think that's quite a, that's quite a nice compact amount as well. Didn't feel like it dragged on. Uh, it didn't feel no, like it, it was quick. any longer. Yeah, and, and I didn't feel like it went on any longer than it needed to. Yeah. Like, you kind of find sometimes with movies in the 80s that there's kind of like 20 minutes, 30 minutes of added filler that they don't necessarily need. I think Demons is something that, like, everything more or less has a purpose in the lunacy of mm. it all. It was interesting as well because uh, it did actually make 1.2 million in Italian lire. Yeah. Which I'm assuming was before the euro. Yes, that was before the euro, and I, I did um, try to translate it, uh, to convert it to dollars, but every time mm. I did, it came up with like seven hundred and some dollars. 
But I don't know if it was seven. I don't know what? if it meant like seven hundred thousand. Hmm. It just didn't say that. If there is anyone here that knows, like, who's listening to us, who knows anything about the Italian lyre, let us know because we're always very interested to know how much a movie makes at the box office. It's always like quite reflective of uh, cinema's attitude at that particular era about certain types of movies, and it's always like at least to me really interesting to know how well or how poorly a movie did um you know you can have movies that are like universally panned by critics but they make so much money and then vice versa you can have a movie that is like like really praised by critics but does awfully um much like the voices that was one that we took issue with mm, right like yeah. we didn't understand how that did so poorly but like a lot of people like have positive things to say about it so if anybody does know anything about Lear I would love to know about it because like I or if, and if that's even how it's pronounced Lear or Liar um L L I R E yeah we we we're both born in the 90s so we don't really <laughs> know much about anything uh before euros <laughs> Um, barely know about Euros. the only thing I can right uh, you know and uh, to be honest with you the I, I yeah I don't know much about exchanges like I remember before the euro so French French mu- French music French money was francs mm, yeah. right um, Spanish well, Sp- Spain was uh, pesos mm-hmm. um, German Anyone want to take a guess at that? I should nah, know that. That's I terrible. Other than what I what I need to know. <laughs> what do you need to know about Germany? Just what history class teaches us, you know. Germany, Germany hey, is not typically we can't a great place. We don't need to hate on Germany, hate Germany for present things. Just I look down on them but a little they bit. Didn't, they, hey, come Anyone on. Anyone that's listening to Germany, hi. You're, I love Germany. I'm actually semi-fluent in German. I actually really love talking to people who are German as well because like it actually helps me learn better. So if if there are any German listeners, which would be absolutely hilarious because like how would you even translate half of what we say? You might <laughs> like speak the German the German, or German. Uh, English even. No, but the ge- the German the German language, like if German's your first language and you're learning English, like you can find you find that there's like a lot of things that basically english is considered like one of the most complicated languages in the world um because we have about three or four different meanings for one word and it can get very lost in translation to people who don't speak english as their first language if you've been if you've been brought up as bilingual then you do understand like english better but if you've like learned english much later on it's it's almost impossible to master the english language um because like we have so many slang terms and we say like lots of different things um like yeah so it's not so much about stupidity it's literally just because our language is ridiculous you Mm. know like we we make up we make up words too don't we you know yeah um i'm sure like you can think of like a bunch of terminologies in like from up north that like don't make sense like (laughs) um i can think of a few examples off the top of my head like scriking if you're somebody scriking it means they're crying Mm. right um mardass uh that means someone's being mood or pathetic yeah. or you know a bit of a wimp uh like scranning uh, scrying like scran- scran- scranning 
scran your yeah. food. I don't She's know that deep. one. Eat, okay. Um, there's a there's a big big thing in Manchester as well. Uh, I used to say it a lot. Try not to say it as much anymore because people don't understand what I'm saying. But um, so you say the words now and out. <laughs> so now no, means nothing. No, no. And out means anything. <laughs> so you go, uh, what's the matter with you? And you go, no. Uh, so that means nothing. Mm. Um, and then they say, like, you know, do you want anything from the shops? Can be, do you want out from the shop? <laughs> so it can be like, yeah, yeah it's, that's very, com- that, yeah. So that can be like super confusing to people as well. Like, but I try to stay away from the Mancunian in, in me as, uh, you know. Even we don't even even we don't understand each other half the time. We're always going eh what eh. <laughs> yeah. So. I like the fact that uh, going back to the film that the yeah. apocalypse essentially <laughs> happened while everyone was trapped in the cinema. Because like the guys that pick them up at the end are clearly leaving something because there's shit's kicking off. I really love how his daughter's just like, oh, welcome aboard. There's uh, more weapons on the floor. There's, there's just <laughs> demons around. You know, we're going to kill them. Like, how long, how, yeah. long how, how much time passed while there was in that cinema? Cause, like, only one demon got out to kill those cops. And it seems like the entire, the entirety of Italy is fucked. Mm, and it, that is an interesting point, actually. Like, was there some sort of time lapse? Because they were put in this really strange in between worlds almost kind of place you know with these these demons and yeah it does make you think i was quite confused as well because like even like halfway through the movie when you see the group uh that was snorting from the coke can go into the movie like the the place looked pretty much normal yeah um so what had happened for it to have you know happen so quickly? Um, yeah, I agree with you. That was very very. Maybe confusing. they're stuck in for like um, a day or something. Maybe, but you would think that they were kind of. I don't know because I mean the demons took over pretty quickly though, didn't they? It was like you get scratched and it... within like ten minutes you're possessed. Mm. So who knows? Mm. And, you know, of all the things to happen when you're a demon, I definitely didn't think, like, developing sores filled with pus <laughs> was one of, was one of the uh, demographics for that. I, I was really confused when that happened at first. I was like, why do they keep having exploding sores? Like, what's that? There's, um, one, there's one demon that gets, but, like, stabbed or something in the throat and it's just throwing up on a woman. Just like on the floor. Oh yeah, and it just keeps just, going yeah. and going and going. It it reminded me of the scene from Team America. <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah. vomiting and vomiting and vomiting like over and over again. And yeah, I guess that's going back to what we said earlier about the excessiveness of the uh, fake blood, where you're just like, well, we don't want to waste yeah. the blood. It's just so over the top. You know, just get get your money's worth. Well, it is. It is. It's cheesy, but it's good. Like it's just it's not it's not something that i wouldn't want to watch again because like i actually have suggested it to a couple of people since watching it this evening like it's that good uh, because i know other people would enjoy it and like yeah you know a movie is good when you're suggesting it to other people Mm. you know like we have our own niches and our own tastes and things and we know 
I mean, I, I'll watch anything that's horror-related, for the most part. There's not a lot of genres I won't watch. Um, but when you're actually saying to other people, like, this movie is this movie's really funny, or this movie's really good, that's when you know it's a good movie, when you tell other people about it. And I think Demons is one of those movies for me, definitely. So, yeah. I, I think I would actually give Demons a, a 10, probably a 7.5, maybe an 8, maybe an 8 maybe mm. it's a pretty solid film if you want to have like a laugh with a few friends mm. what did you what would you give it out of 10 um i'd give it like a seven and a half eight ish oh same yeah. as me then good it's, it's like it's pretty entertaining it's something you can slap on you don't have to think about anything there's no um meaning behind the story for the most part no, and the, sometimes it does feel like that, doesn't it, with recent horrors that you really have to concentrate on what's going much, on and what's happening. Much, any, and I felt film, you have to have your head in the film and be sober, yeah, usually, and have a good solid eight hours sleep <laughs> and not be stressed about anything whatsoever. And yeah. Right, exactly. So it's absolutely lost on me. <laughs> I will literally, yeah, and especially do not go on your phone either. Yeah, miss a second, um, you've lost it, the entire film. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and yeah, Demons is one of those movies where you can, you can, yeah, like you said, just put it on, kick back, relax, and it's it's one of those movies and. I think a lot of those movies have been lost in recent times. We're always looking for a deeper message in film. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but sometimes, especially if you're a, like a gore hound or a gore, you're like really interested in in like um, special effects, and you like enjoying you enjoy watching like funny death scenes and stuff that like, you obviously know are fake. And you know, I'm not saying that like you're into like real life gore or anything like that, but like you take entertainment from watching gore movies. Um, you don't want like a really deep story to things all the time. Sometimes it's just for fun. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. There's there's been so many movies that try to make. Uh, try to make a poetic sort of reflection of uh gore and like oh yeah well there's a reason why the scene is so brutal etc etc demons kind of makes it fun and don't, you don't have to worry about yeah. <laughs> a very deep thing that's gonna t you're gonna you're gonna have to go on reddit or god knows where to like find out like what actually happened in the movie because you've yeah, got no you clue need, like, like three weeks later type video <laughs> You just like it's just no. what it is. Simple. No, and de demons is satisfying for me. Like it satisfied me. It was it was enjoyable, and uh, yeah, like recommending it to other people obviously shows that it was good. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching demons too because I think the like the fact that there's a couple of actors from the first one is what's imploring me most to watch it i actually thought like before you told me that it would be a straight on follow-on from the first so i was quite excited about that but knowing like it's a completely different thing has made me feel like a bit like hmm, what's this exactly gonna be about it all kicks off but it's it's basically in an apartment building and i don't know if it even references the original like the first one. Oh, how interesting but I can't, I can't remember how, like, the demon, like, gets out. 
I think it's through uh, TV. Through the TV. Like it's uh, broadcasted or something. So is Demons 2 closely affiliated with the first in the sense that it's like directed and written by the same person? Yeah, I think Dario Argento did both of them. Right, both okay. So he he really wanted... He, he wanted two standalone films with the same sort of premise of Demons... I wonder what that was about. Like that, I mean, that's interesting, isn't it? Because some people get so invested in their own stories that they try to carry them on rather than have completely standalone different aspects mm. of the same thing. Um, and that is like, that's quite unusual. I don't think I've heard a movie do that before, at least not with the same director and writer. There's usually like somebody who. Um, he, wrote both, he, he wrote both of them, but he didn't direct either. Okay. So, so he did okay. write both of them. So he, yeah. So the screenplays are his, essentially, yeah. um, and that that's that's really interesting. Um, I know that we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but bringing up Paranormal Activity, obviously they had a few movies in the different vein of like the franchise, but it was carrying on the movies and like those movies so the uh, Seaford what's the what's the one the marked ones uh, so that yeah. was like a completely different director writer everything was given permission to write um like a, a, a like a standalone film outside one? of yeah. yeah yeah so like you normally get movies like that that like aren't really the same Thing, but they're written by somebody else like usually when you've got like uh, a franchise or something that's your story and yours alone you don't really try to reimagine it in fact i think anyone that's listening um who could tell me a franchise like because it's it's not coming out to me obviously right now like it's not jumping out in my brain if that's happened before uh if you could let me know because like i would really like to i'd really like to know if there are other directors that have done that like reimagined the same the the story but like it's a sequel and it's completely different like i can't think of any directors or screenplay writers obviously you didn't direct it sorry but i can't think of any i can't think of anyone who's done that and i, I think it would be really interesting to find out other people who have done that because yeah, it's it's a very interesting concept. I don't, I don't think I know anybody else that's done that before. No, I can't think of anything um, offhand. Hmm. I'm just checking uh, Return of the Living Dead. No, it's different. I was seeing if there was um, the same director did both the first two, but he didn't. No, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. Like, I, I'm kind of, like, going through things in my head, like, having a think, and I can't think of anything like that right now. Um, so if there are anybody that, that does know anything like that, I would love if you could let me know, because, yeah, I don't know. And it, it, it seems quite a unique, cool thing to do, and I respect him for it. I think that the fact that you can take your story and rehash it is, is awesome. Um, is Demons 2 as good as the first, though? You'll have to watch him. That's find the question. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's what I want to know. It's insane in terms of like, there are some s stupid kills, plenty of gore. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm tempted to rewatch it as well. 
So Demons, like the first one, is available on Shudder. At least it is in the UK. Oh, the uh, Demons two, Demons two is also available on Shudder as well. Zayford and I, we have like a lot of apps, like paid for apps, to watch all our movies on. So I think we're gonna try and include like where it's available to watch in future legally, <laughs> um, because you know, it's nice to do legal things, and uh, it's it's probably. It's a, it's a good incentive to have some paid stuff. I, I personally can recommend Shudder. I actually think that Shudder, um, 50% of the time they give me exactly what I want and the other 50% it's it's fodder, but there's definitely Sometimes that. There's something there for everyone. Some, some of the original stuff on Shudder is pretty good. Depending on what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. What, um, what was that rape revenge movie they did? I don't know. That could be a lot of them. It was Roll very brutal. Revenge. No, it it was a sh no, it was a shudder. It was a shudder original. I don't, I don't think I've seen it. Um, I think you are right. I think it might have been called Revenge. Um, I know there's. Yeah. I think that was one of those. But I don't know if it was a. Yes, it was. It was. It was called yeah. Revenge. So it was a shudder original. You're right. Um, yeah, that that was uh, extremely disturbing and really a homage to I Spit on Your Grave. Um, but, like, it was done, in, it was more modernized and it, it was, like, obviously I know that uh, I Spit on Your Grave was remade in 2010, but this one was brought out in 2018 and it was, it, it didn't follow on from I Spit on Your Grave. It, it sort of introduced uh, different tropes from, like, more, it was more modernization, yeah. basically, than the 2010 one. Uh, Shudder has like quite a few original things like that that like they do they do revamp like things like re revenge stuff, uh, cryptid things. But there's some found footage stuff on there too. Um, I've really enjoyed the Creep Show series they Ooh, brought Creep out too. I think <clears throat> yeah, I've I've really enjoyed some of the episodes of that. Um, so yeah, Shudder is is pretty good, and it's I think it's only a five or a month and. I'm not trying to plug them or anything, uh, but yeah, yeah. Come on, please. We're, we we uh, we deserve a, a, f a free membership to Shudder. We God knows we spend so much time watching your content. <laughs> you should uh, you should let yeah, us. I mean, Shudder's pretty good. I I think I've had Shudder for a few years, just because it was I was mainly watching horror at one point, so I was just using Shudder. But don't. And everybody knows how crap the horror section on Netflix is, at least Sometimes in the UK. It's abysmal. They, do you know what they do? They take like a bunch of, um, of good movies and they release them all at once and then they don't do anything for like three or four months yeah. and it gets really dry, October you know? And you're kind of like, oh, there's nothing yeah. else. It wasn't too bad. I actually watched like um, a bunch of the Halloween yeah, movies. Like they were yeah so um i'm just looking on shadow now actually like midsummer v v hereditary on netflix i think i know midsummer's still there Shaun of the dead mm. classic mm. Mm -hmm. um i can't think of anything else scream four just think if you want to get caught up for the new one you know what Seaford? You saying that to me is really interesting. Like you saying Midsummer, um, 
and hereditary because and this is arguable so forgive me if i am going on a tangent and you think i am being like completely crazy for saying this but i think that ari castor like the director of that he had um two very like those were two very different stories but had very similar themes to them there was kind of there was so i can't say the story was the same but it but they, he was playing with a lot of, um, there was a lot of things that he was playing with, you know? I, I don't know, it's hard for me to explain. Like, I've seen, like, side-by-side -side comparisons of, like, midsummer scenes and hereditary scenes. Mm -hmm. And it seems that he was playing with a lot of the same uh, thematic things, at least at least from a, a videography aspect. Like, it, it, it kind of looked like he was trying to emulate, it's hard for me to say it, like, it's not, I can't say it's the story, but there was something that he was trying to mimic in the films. Do you get what I mean? Uh, yeah, like he was, probably. yeah. So like in Midsummer, he was playing with the the um, affect of um, horror occurring in the day, and then Hereditary was very different visually, but there was a lot of um, symbolism found in both movies. I guess I can't really say that it's the same as Demons One and Two, like. It's the same sort of premise of them having demons, lots of gore in that aspect. The stories are completely different. Mm. Hereditary and Midsummer are totally different, but they're playing with the same sort of aspects of turning uh, traditional horror on its head and playing around with things. So I would say Arikas is probably the closest one that I can think of, like off the top of my head, just from you saying Midsummer and Hereditary. But like I said, for the third time mm -hmm. i would really love it if somebody could point out anybody any other director screenplay producer anyone who has like taken one of their films and turned it into something completely else with something else with the same sort of premise because yeah that really interests me um i wanted to actually get my degree in um <clears throat> film production so like this stuff like fascinates me yeah. <laughs> so I, I would love to know if anyone knows it. But yeah, <clears throat> going back to Shudder, um, they have uh, VHS 94, which is a pretty good film for found footage people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and they've got loads of classics, you know, like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Um, there's just like a, there's like a bunch of things that you can watch that like society, necromantic. Got, um, like Ghost yeah. the Prisoners of Ghostland. That's a new release by Nicolas Cage. Uh, Okay, I have to say one of the biggest boobs that are on um, Shudder, like that just did not go down well for me, was Host, the found footage movie uh, yeah. uh, where they're all on. Yeah, I didn't rate that at all. I felt that was one of their lowest. I think they, I think they made that in a couple <laughs> of hours, like quite literally. But yeah, and and, and they've got um, they've actually got like a lot of um, Tartan Asia extreme movies like Audition. Uh, yeah, they've got. Uh, They've got the reimagining of Cannibal Holocaust, The Green Inferno by Eli Roth. Um, and of course, Demons. They've got the Insidious franchise. Uh, they've got plenty of good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And they've got like good, some there good is. originals. So seriously, should have sponsored us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd love it. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I'm glad that we covered demons this week because obviously last week was incredibly heavy, uh, difficult to, d difficult to like, um, 
get out of my mind after I talked about it as well. I think that it was uh, super heavy, mm. so it was nice to move to something that was genuinely entertaining what, uh, and what not heavy, of, heavy-handed. What did you think of the Benny Hill-esque ending where he's on the motorbike riding through the cinema <laughs> with a samurai sword? <laughs> what, in yeah, Demons? Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> I know. I'm not quite... I'm not sure what was going on. But I loved it. With... I, I'm not sure what was going on uh, towards the end of that movie. And then just a random I kind of crashing through the ceiling. It, it is... Yeah. Demons it, it is one of those movies that you just... You don't really know what's going to happen. And it happens anyway. And you're like... You, you could never imagine that that was going to happen. You know? Um, yeah. It wasn't predictable for me at all. Um, but it wasn't one of those movies that... <clears throat> like it wasn't difficult it was good yeah so it's, def- it's definitely a fun it. film so if you haven't seen it go watch it i wonder how many times we've said fun during it's this it's fun okay it's not something you have to it think is, though. about you can just slap it on it is. you can have a beer do what you want <laughs> and w- and we needed it. We needed it after the heaviness of last week. And next week, we're going to be talking about a movie that came out last year, uh, Malignant. Oh, so we're definitely doing it. <laughs> we are doing Malignant for sure. Okay. Um, Malignant, uh, like, that was, like, one of my favorites that came out last year. I thor- thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, like, one of the movies that I saw last year. It was, like, the only movie that I had seen in the cinema that year that, like, I sat there and I actually laughed um and made noise during it and it was like similar to what happens in american cinemas like the reaction from the crowds like you could hear them the last time that i experienced any kind of thing like that in the cinema was when i watched um once upon a time in hollywood like there were people like laughing out loud and like making shock noises and at the end like everybody gave a round of applause like usually cinema etiquette in the uk is like we don't really make noise in cinemas um right and like and if there's usually talking or people going on their phones but normally they're not very loud or responsive to the screen so um it was really cool to see people enjoying cinema uh much like i enjoyed demons i really enjoyed malignant so it's going to be a fun thing to cover uh i don't i I haven't actually watched it since i've been to the cinema but it's still quite fresh in my mind i may watch it again to sort of get a little refresher on the story um, which is, to be honest, all over the place anyway, <laughs> and I don't think I would be able to like tell you verbatim, yeah. even if I saw it fifteen times, like the story it's, it's, from start to finish. It's a bit wacky. It's a wacky one. It's brilliant though. It's it's brilliant, and it was, and it's it's a. Yeah, I have a few I, points for that. I've got some I, notes on that already. I've had them for like a week or two. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I I actually uh, snuck in a kebab going to watch that and it was a very good evening for I me. I kind of wish I'd gone to the what cinema evening? to watch it because it's, it's just one of those... You didn't see it at the no, cinema? Because I didn't expect it to be as divisive I guess because it's, it's a very divisive film at this point. So when did you see it? Um, yeah. We, we won't talk about when I saw it. Why? (laughs) (laughs) But still, when 
did you watch oh, it? it? Was, I didn't. I just didn't see it in the cinema. I saw it. Um, it was in December when I saw it. Oh, so it was pretty recent yeah. then. Yeah, I watched it like when it came out. I can't remember when that was. I think it was October. I want to say it might have been September. Yeah, I'm it came sure, out. In Oct- but it came yeah. Out in September. Yeah. So I saw it then. So we'll be talking about that next week, and it will be. that'll be another good one to talk to a bit lighter and then i think we may be moving on to something a little bit heavier but it'll be valentine's when you do your next pick so it'll be up to you what you do yeah so i'm going to be putting a poll on my instagram discussing what we should be doing about valentine's day because zayford suggested that we should do something you know affiliated to valentine's day and I'm thinking, well, there's a couple of non-horror romantic films that I quite love, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna put it to Zayford because I don't think he'd want to talk about a chick flick for an hour. So I'm gonna put it on Instagram as a poll whether you would like to hear us talk about a romantic non-horror film or whether you would want us to talk about a romantic horror film, which don't know many of them and the but... only ones i can think of that are to do with valentine's day is valentine and my bloody valentine and there's also a movie called xx which is about um like holidays that like christmas valentine's day oh, even saint patrick's day and yeah. yeah and they're they're all like directed by individual people there's actually one yes. that's directed by kevin yeah, smith like which is one. really cool it's the, he did the Irish yeah, one i think I, yeah and they they have a valentine's day one too which is really creepy yeah, um and yeah so so we could always do that um but yeah that's pretty that's pretty disturbing maybe although it is is a good one i do like it um is that the, is that so the yeah i'll be putting that poll eat someone for easter he eats this little like the bunny is literally like jesus yeah. like a and jesus like bunny the, hybrid thing the kid and the kid becomes the next jesus rabbit i don't remember that part i just remember how like weird that whole concept of jesus and bunny like being like one thing was it's supposed to be like the depiction of girl power or like women being superior to men or something that's why it's called xx because it's talking about the genealogy mm-hmm. like the dna of um like the chromosomes yeah. of of girls um but like i kind of think it gets a bit lost <laughs> at one point um but yeah so either a non-horror romantic film or horror romantic film i'll be putting that poll i may put it on my main profile because you guys are pretty quiet on uh, the podcast one so i i would uh i think i'll be putting it on my main one because I, I want like a i want like a sizable chunk to say we have to talk about a romantic film and then we can have a good cry zayford oh or at least i'll have i'll have a good cry <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's what we'll be doing on Valentine's Day. So that'll be good. But yeah, Malignant next week. And then after that, it's my pick. And uh, we'll find out what we're going to (laughs) do. So thanks for talking to us. Well, listening to us again. uh, We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.